Geeky Fancast, episode 68. Hey, ass butt. Hey everybody, welcome to Geekish Cast. This is going to be our special Supernatural episode. Today I am joined by Jules, my wife. Hello. And by Mandy from Little Geek Lost. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Good. Excellent. Good. So Mandy, you guys are finishing your watch through of Season 5 of Supernatural, or your rewatch of it. Yep. And Jules has been <laughs> trying to get us to do a uh, Supernatural episode for a while, so I figured this was a good time to do it. So I've got a question for the two of you starting off. When it comes to supernatural Dean. fandom, there are... <laughs> Dean. Dean. And you too? Dean. Okay. He's funny. Well, I didn't even get the whole, get the whole question out. <laughs> okay, what's your question? <laughs> well, that was it. That was just funny that I didn't even have to go that far. And it was funny because we... I can note that I'm not is a Sam and Dean... Dean slash yeah. Sam. Yeah. Well, and it was funny for me, like, we were watching, like... Because me and my husband, we watched it the first time, maybe about halfway through season five, left it for a couple of years, and we just started rewatching it again to get caught up. And we were watching, and he's like, I don't understand, like, why people like Dean or why Dean would be hot. He's short. I'm like, so? He's still hot. <laughs> like, and he's taller than you, so... <laughs> Jeez, that one stings a little bit just hearing it. <laughs> you got me watching Supernatural because you got hooked on it a while back. I started it and watched part of season one, and I thought this is horrible. And so I walked away for a long time. And then I was not working in home and bored, so I started just watching through because there was nothing else. And then I got hooked. And about season three, when they start laughing at themselves, the writers, the whole thing takes on a little humor. Mm-hmm. That's where I fell madly in love with it. <laughs> All right. And Mandy, how, how about you? Where did, where did it really take a shine for you? Um, I'd say probably the same thing, like almost the same process, too. Like I started watching it on, I think, CW or whatever it was on here, and then kind of, you know, left it for a few years, and then um, we found it on Netflix again, and my husband actually started watching it again before me. And then we kind of got back into it, and it was the same thing where, like, you know, once that humor really kicks in, and just, like, the ridiculous stuff that goes on, like, that's just funny and they don't take themselves too seriously, kind of puts it aside from other shows in that genre, I think. Um, I think totally is the is the key to it. Yeah. That they... It sets them apart. Yeah, exactly. Like, a lot of other shows like that, like X-Files and stuff that deal with the paranormal and that take themselves a little bit too seriously. And with Supernatural, I think that that's what makes fans love it more, is that humor and the weird stuff in it. Well, yeah, I can tell you my favorite episodes are definitely the meta episodes, the ones where they really point out just kind of the ridiculousness. So, like, the, the French mistake where they fall through the window and are suddenly on the yeah. set. But uh, to go with an early one, uh, Hollywood Babylon, I think is the first one that shows its humor. It's the one where Dean gets a job as a PA oh, on a TV yeah. show or a movie. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I think was the first one that it actually it made me smile watching it, and I was like, "Oh, that's different." <laughs> I like the one too where they're going like when they discovered the books about themselves, and they're talking about yeah. the fan fiction. <laughs> yes, in four, yeah, yeah, at the end of four with Chuck. Yep. Um, those are actually my favorites are those two seasons, four and five. Yeah, those the, are the best, yeah, I think. With the Angels, with Chuck. And 
one of the reasons I wanted to focus on Five and Down is that Eric Kripke, the original creator of the show, considers the end of Season 5 the end of the show. Um, so Sam goes into the cage with with Lucifer, and Dean lives happily ever after with Lisa and the kid. Yep, and Chuck the Prophet just disappears in a puff of smoke. Yeah, so I definitely could see that being like the end right there. Yeah. Um, but Chuck comes back in season 11 in another meta episode, the one... And you haven't watched quite that far? No, we're only about halfway through season 5, but I kind of know, like, bits and pieces still, of what goes on. Like, from seeing, like... like there's funny there. stuff that comes up um, still, and good stuff. But Chuck does come back in 10, I think it is. What's well, their 200th episode. Okay. And it's, it's a girl's school, and they're doing a supernatural play. <laughs> Musical. That's awesome. It's yeah, fantastic. The all the all girl version of Supernatural is a musical. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm waiting to kind of get to the episodes with Felicia Day because I'm looking forward to that. Oh yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah. And they do the LARPing, which is a great um, episode. There's a lot of her in ten. I want to say nine and ten. Yeah, I can't remember what seasons they were, but the titles they used, just for that first one where she shows up, the girl with the Dungeons and Dragon tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> nice. She's, she's great, so. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you guys this. One of the things I've noticed checking out Supernatural online, it has a heavy female fan following. Is there is there something about it you think speaks more to female fans than to male fans? Hot guys. <laughs> but you know, there's a lot of hot girls too. Yeah, no, that's true. There are. I think that like, and it, it's probably one of the things like where when it was made, it was sort of like the CW is geared a lot towards teenage girls. Mm-hmm. So you had stuff like Charmed and all that on there too. And I think that that's where it started. But then like the geek stuff in it is kind of like what drew a lot of the guys in. Right. Yeah, it, it took its turn as it you know, got funnier mm-hmm. and geekier, and I think that pulled the male um, audience in. Yeah. Well, that all our wives were watching it, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> yeah, that was probably a big part of it. So, Mandy, do you have a favorite episode uh, somewhere between season one and season five? Um, I love the one where Dean keeps dying all the time, <gasps> because it's oh. just hilarious. <laughs> With the, yes, yes. with the trickster and when Sam's yeah. stuck in the time loop and it's just like, as much as I love Dean, it's still just like super funny because it's just like the ridiculous yeah. ways that he keeps dying where he's like, does this taco Do taste funny? Taste funny? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just walks out in the street, he gets flattened by a car and like where he goes to pet the dog oh. and you just hear growling off screen. Like I think that one's just super hilarious and kind of takes you out of the, the, the usual stuff. Spot. Yeah, the mystery spot one. Yeah. And it kind of takes you out of, like, the usual the, um, super, you know, serious flow of it. Right. It, which is lovely. And then they bring um, the trickster, yeah. Gabriel, in again, and he's so good. Well, that's that's one of my favorite episodes is I think that's the next time we see him. Yep. And he traps him in TV shows. Yeah. I remember hearing and about that one. But that is I, wonderful, I don't remember, too. I should have wrote the name down because... They got they have them in like the Bosom Buddies opening, the <laughs> yeah. Herpexia commercial, and then Dean is the car. Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sam's the car. Sam's the car. Sam's the car. <laughs> That's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> There's a lot of great stuff in there. So yeah, for me the the meta episodes are definitely the winners. Uh, Jules, what's your favorite episode? Do you think? Um, 
I really, really love the French Mistake. I, but Yellow Fever for me is the funniest. That, is that was really good. That terror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was scary. <laughs> so good. Well, and let me let me ask you guys this too, because I'll tell you what I don't like are seasons one and two. I, I, I hadn't can, found their groove. Yeah. I cannot get into them. I could really not give a shit about John Winchester <laughs> at all. Dude, he's pretty hot but, too. So <laughs> um, well, he's on The Walking Dead now. Too. Yeah, and he's now also Batman's dad. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, you love I Uncle just, Bobby. But, well, that's where I, I was kind of headed. Was Uncle Bobby? I thought was great, and I think Uncle Bobby makes like half the show. Like, yeah. He's that great replacement, Dan. Yeah. And they build that in more and more as it. Well, it almost it almost seems like on. the writers looked at it and went, "Wow, we really shit the bed with the dad thing." Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on from that. We'll we'll have a fake dad from now on. Well, I think like too, like that's just that they're just trying to kind of find what show they were going to be, and once they mm-hmm. started like adding the humor and the meta stuff and all that in, and like sort of went down that road. Is when it took off, but yeah, I mean, you kind of have to get through those first couple seasons to get to the good stuff. There's definitely stuff you need to know, <laughs> but really, you can skip so many things like um, bugs and, and ghost, ghost ships. ships. Yeah, which is of course great because when they first meet Chuck, he tells him he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry about those two stories." <laughs> yeah, everything I put you through was bad, but but to have to live terrible writing. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. Yeah, for me, I could the ones where they find out the convention, and the ones where they first find out about the books. I could watch those two episodes all day. Yeah, I love the books one. It's so good. Just like the like look of disgust when they're talking about the fan fiction is so good. Yeah. 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 Apparently, they're Sam. They know we're brothers, right? I don't think they care. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much good stuff in there. And you know what's funny to me? So we talked a little bit. uh, Mandy and I are actually swapping shows today. I did an interview with her, and then she's on with us discussing Supernatural. Um, We talked a little bit about Corner Gas, but one of the shows that kind of spun off Corner Gas was Hiccups. Mm -hmm. The the hot secretary chick on Hiccups is actually played by the girl that plays Becky on Supernatural. So she, (laughs) she plays the nerdy... Fangirl on Supernatural, yep. and she's actually yeah. hilarious in it too. No, she's quite um, delightful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in Hiccups, she's the snobby little rich girl. Yeah, completely so it's funny. Different. It's funny to see her play both those characters. Yeah, it's kind of nice when you see like those show crossovers with like those other characters in it, and like recognizing mm-hmm. them from like their little roles, and then seeing them in something else. Yeah, well, I think Supernatural yeah. films in Vancouver, right? Yeah, and. Um, the guy was Fargo on Eureka was in an episode two at the college. Yeah, well, and Fred Awanowick from Corner Gas was in an episode or two. Yeah, yep. he's a yeah a vegan a vegan vampire. vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sheriff. There's, there's yeah. so much good stuff in there. there really it is. is. There is good stuff. Well, so and there's good stuff after season five, even though. Yeah, well, that, but we're talking about that far because that's Just far as she's seen. But um, so what? What do you think was the worst thing? That to come out of Supernatural that you saw that you just cringe besides Bugs and Ghost Ship. I can't watch Bugs. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of. There's some bad. I hate like when they like. I guess just from knowing what's going on at the show, but like when they try and like have all the the drama with Sam and like how he keeps leaving and stuff, and it's like 
you know he's coming back because that's what the show is. We are not brothers anymore. Yeah. If we do just work together, we're not related. I rescind our relations. <laughs> yeah, like that stuff kind of like bothers me because it's like it's the whole premise of the show. You know, they're like you know always going to be together kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to have it like show with like just one of them. So. Well, and he does it. Don't come after me. Yeah. I die, and like. I'm Dean. Of course, I'm going to come after That's you. That's kind all of I half do. the storyline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. One of us dies; the other one goes and fi- fixes it. Yeah, <laughs> which is actually that. There's an episode. There's an episode where Dean is shot by another hunter, killed, but he gets like one of the toughest guy lines I've ever heard because he tells the guy basically he goes, "Look, after you murder me and I come back to life, I'm going to come get you." <laughs> I am eventually, especially way down the road, I've never seen it anywhere in a show where the, the veil between the real world and heaven and hell is just so simply um, traversed by these characters. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm headed to heaven, and then later, you know, I'm going to have to go to hell. And, well, and, and purgatory. And purgatory yeah. to get somebody out of there. Yeah, and all routes in between. Yeah, and it's like just like not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just casual. And maybe we'll go into the past uh, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> now, you know, early on, there was talk, like, background when this show first launched, first, second season, there was talk of having Jason Voorhees from the Friday the 13th franchise in an episode. Oh, wow. And I... That would have been hilarious. I think that would have been awesome, especially if they got to do, you know, a meta episode like that. Yeah. But instead, what they did was they had the guy that plays Sam play a character in the Friday the 13th reboot. Oh, yeah. He, or he was in there. Yeah. But I sure would have liked to have seen that episode. That would have been amazing. I think Freddy would have been good. Oh, Freddy would have oh, been good. Because he would have traded, like, one-liners with Dean. Yeah. Well, yeah, be, yeah. That's a, it would have been a two-parter, and the first one would have just been them quipping <laughs> at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, I don't know. I think that that's why, like, I picked, like, Dean over Sam is just, like humor of it and the the cockiness where Sam's like yeah you know he's a good looking guy but he's just like old brooding and serious Sam and Dean's just like he's funny <laughs> and like the well, one episode at the end where he's like sing- like lip syncing Eye of the Tiger in his car like, that, at the end of Yellow Fever yeah, that just like fantastic. you know That's the like humor it. of Jensen Ackles is just awesome <laughs> I almost think that Jules, that's the first episode you showed me. You're like, if you don't watch the episode, you at least have you to have watch to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, the, what I love is at the beginning of those first season where you see they've created these characters and Dean's going to be the womanizing, I don't give a shit guy and Sam's the emotional, gentle, loving one. And they kind of flip that down the road where Dean's the one who really cares about family and yeah. all this stuff. Sam has, like, the dark demon blood thing. Yep. And so I like that switch. I think it's funny, it. too, how, like, Sam's the one who bangs demons and Dean's the one who bangs angels. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You married fake Ruby? Yeah. Like. He does. He really, I was just seeing the Meg episode earlier while you guys were in here. And... I, I was like, oh, I forgot her and Ruby. And then I think there's someone else as well on the dark side. Yeah, he just has the... Well, there's a lot of stuff that mythologically I miss because I hate season one and two so much. So a lot of the yellow-eyed demon and the yeah. baby's blood and the 
this whole thing has been a way to turn Sam to the dark side. Right. A lot of that, like, just the other night as we were watching the last episode of season five, you're still having to point out to me, oh, yeah, those are all his teachers and babysitters that were being used to turn him evil. And I'm like, they tried to turn him evil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed that part. And you're like, well, that's the first three seasons of the show. And I'm like, huh, what would you look at that? Dean is the good and Sam is the evil. It just happens that Dean is also the funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I bet there was a certain amount of um, purposeful juxtaposition in creating those characters. And you take the guy that you would assume would be the bad guy and make him the, the better yeah. of the two. Yeah. Because yeah. it at least makes it more interesting. I think that, like, I like, too, when Castile comes in, and it's just, like, like he, well, you know, just starting season five, like, a little bit of season four, but his weird, dry humor, mm-hmm. where, like, the one episode where he's on the phone, and he's like, the voice told me I'm almost out of minutes, and it's all just, like, weird matter-of-fact stuff about human life. Like, I love that, like, they throw that little bit of humor in there, too. Well, I think he, well, he was supposed to be a throwaway character that everybody loved, so they kept. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was great. His well, his, even when they introduce him and he's in that um, hangar thing and the wings, you just yeah. don't even see the wings, just the um, shadow, the shadow of, them. of them. And he was based on John Constantine from Hellblazer comics, yeah. But he's he's really good, and that you're right. The dry, all the stuff we th- take as normal, yeah, in daily life that he finds weird or wonderful. Or oh, yeah. Well, and it's, he's got one of my favorite lines, and I'm actually going to use it for the title of this episode. Hey, ass butt. Because <laughs> he, yeah. he just can't quite cuss right. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you know what? That also, um, the actor that plays him, Misha, Misha Collins. Yeah. Misha Collins. If, apparently, if you follow him on Twitter, he's one of the funniest human beings in human history. Well, and he's really funny, and he did that... Um, he takes the jokes from inside Supernatural and then carries them on outside. Yeah. I think that, like, that's, like, another funny thing with him, too, where, like, yeah, you see him on the show, and then, like, you see him in real life, and it's still got that, like, little bit of sense of humor that's the same kind of thing. That kind of sly, in the dry ep- humor. In the episode, The French Mistake, where you see him as Misha, and he's on, he's tweeting the whole time, and he's doing all these social media <laughs> geeky stuff. And then that's when I looked to see and realized that he that's who he is in life. So they did that um, for his character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so great. Yeah, talking, about, talking about the French mistake, I want to kind of hit one thing that it points out, and then the, ever since I've scratched my head at Uncle Bobby's named after one of the writers or producers of the show, yes. just flat out. And they even like pointed out in the show, they're like, what kind of... What kind of, how, how far up your own ass do you have to be to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I have to assume one of the other writers made the joke of, of naming him after Robert Singer. You would think, but <laughs> if not, I don't know. <laughs> what a terribly arrogant move that is. <laughs> well, let's see here. Um, so we've already done best. We've already done worse. What is what is some aspect of the show that we haven't hit on, Jules? That you think? makes it successful. I mean, it's going into its 11th season. Somebody likes it. I know. And even when the bad um, episodes come, I'm like, yeah, but don't cancel it. Yeah. (laughs) Every season, there's like four good episodes. I wish they could um, do shorter seasons and that way have just the really good ones. But... Oh, you know, I I actually have a topic I do want to hit. 
They tried to spin it off into a show, and it didn't feel right. They did one of those backdoor pilots. But, Jules, you actually have an idea for a show. Well, I think that Crowley and Castiel are strong enough characters. You could spin a show off with them. Yeah, I could see that. And and I think the fandom would go with them, even though the boys aren't there. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But you can't bring in some random other people into this world and expect us to follow them. No, and change the mythology, because then it looked like every other vampire TV show that had been airing. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I would watch that show. And I think that, like, they have enough of, like, their own fan base within the Supernatural fandom that, it, exactly. that they would have, like, a good following for a show. Yeah, at the very least, they would have a following. So people would give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're going to be doing. I don't know if it's going to be a buddy <laughs> thing or... <laughs> but so, they could figure something out. Well, <laughs> Let's they, write that they right open now. A paranormal, they open a paranormal investigation agency. <laughs> and, and their roommates. Yep. <laughs> and their their apartment is their office. And one of them's really sloppy. And the other one's really <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I think you're crossing the <laughs> here. <laughs> Well, no, because now I'm going to make it a half-hour comedy. Okay. It's like a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> and it'd be a little bit like like uh, Perfect yeah. Strangers. And a little odd couple. Yeah, a little and odd a couple. Little, uh... And a little bit Kolchak the Night Stalker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would be interesting. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Make it so, sir. Yeah, I'm going to write that pilot right now. <laughs> So, Mandy, have you ever thought about what kind of what kind of show could be spun off of this? Or, um, Dean in my bedroom. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we just call that the Mandy and yeah. Dean show. We might have to move that to HBO or Showtime. I think that one goes on Showtime. Yep. Maybe Stars. <laughs> um, no, like I've never really thought of you know if there'd be a spinoff. I know that like with it being in the eleventh season now, it's probably getting close to the end. I mean, once shows get to about 10 seasons-ish, it's kind of hard to drag them out past that. And you're being generous at 10. Yeah. Like, you know, most shows probably get close, like, or that's what they aim for, probably. You know, or at least, like, 5 to 10 seasons. But, I mean, it's probably going to be ending soon. I don't really know, like, about them doing a spinoff. Shows seem hard now. Like, it seems like more stuff is going to Netflix rather than being on actual network stations. So I could see something like that happening, mm -hmm. like maybe like a one-off series or something on Netflix with a couple secondary characters, maybe. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, A lot of us aren't willing to face just yet. It's that television, as we watch it, is damn near gone. Yeah. You know, we're seeing it now. The new Star Trek TV series was announced as part of CBS's online streaming content. Yeah. They're not even going to put it on TV. It's it's going to be streaming only. And yeah, more and change. more, we're going to see that. Well, I think that, and, like, people want to binge watch. Like, oh, for, yeah. for me personally, like, me and my husband, we watch stuff. It's it's a chore when we have to sit there and watch it every week at this point because we've been so spoiled I by know. it. And so, like, we'll let shows build up. Like, Game of Thrones, we didn't watch the first season. I don't care about spoilers because that doesn't bother me. But we'll let it build up for a few episodes and then just binge watch them. 
And like, I, I think it's the best way to watch things now. Well, and it helps too because, like, even thinking back to like when Lost was on, I watched Lost when it was on TV, and like when there's the breaks of like two or three months, and then another episode, and then you get the summer off, and then there's another episode. It's hard to keep track, but when you can sit there and watch it all in it, one shot, it flows a lot better together. Yeah. Totally. Well, and we're seeing that right now. Uh, the Flash just came yep. back from its hiatus, and then it did an episode, and then it took another two week break. Yeah. And you're just like, there is, I, I, I have no idea where we're at, and all the momentum is lost. Yeah, but then you got, like, Jessica Jones on Netflix, and you could just uh, sit there and binge watch it. And people love and it. That, and that was fantastic. And, like, with us with Supernatural, I mean, that's kind of how we're going through it, you know. We're catching back up on it and sitting there watching, like, two or three episodes a night. So, yeah. you know, we can catch up on it that way, and it it makes it a little bit easier to remember bits and pieces too of like the mythology along the way. Whereas like if there was the big breaks or the summer, you know, the summer off or like breaks in between episodes, it'd be a little bit harder to remember certain things. Originally Netflix before it did streaming, Jules and I, Oz and the Sopranos, Sopranos because we'd get three discs at a time. Oh yeah. And we would watch a season, 15 episodes. Yeah. And that's another thing I think that's advantageous to the new way of doing television. You get shorter seasons, but you get less garbage episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And and they can be smarter because they know how we're watching it. And and so you're not losing complex plots or ideas or themes. You get to see them better. Yeah. And characters can actually change now. Yeah. It's not like... Yeah, like the old days, like I'll always, always use Star Trek as an example. No matter what happened in the episode, next week the characters were back that. to zero. Yeah. Yeah, because you didn't watch them in order. And if you missed an episode, even when it was in syndication, it was three months before that. Three <laughs> months before it came back up. Well, I, I would like after you guys finish all the way up and catch up on Supernatural to come back and see what you think of the second sort of second half. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that'd be definitely fun to do. I mean, I know that we're trying to get through them, so I'd love to come back and talk. I know, like, the first time around, I think we only got about halfway through season five, so pretty much anything after that is going to be new to us going forward. Oh, sure. And there's some great... There are good, there are very stuff. good Guard comes now. in um, before Felicia Day does, and he's hilarious. Yeah. And he's another... There's some clunkers in there, too, though. There are. Yeah. But you just kind of smooth through them. Yeah, you just get through. <laughs> <laughs> Power through. Exactly. <laughs> there are some things I found just detestable after this point. But me, personally, I think that season four and five are so strong that I kind of forgive them... Certain amount of things because I'll go back yeah. and rewatch those episodes again and again. We just watched the monster, the black and white monster mash episode last night. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, and one's that great. one's really great. Yeah, fresh mistake. Um, and again, you know, the end of season five, the original creator of the show counts that as the end of the show. So if you sit back when you watch it with that in mind, there's a certain weight to it that there misses is. you the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely love to come back on and talk about the second half of the series. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely we'll make that happen. Um, anybody got any parting thoughts on Supernatural? Just a Dean fangirl over here. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. We got two of those. <laughs> forgot where I left off, but we're wrapping up, and uh, Mandy has agreed to come on, and we'll do a second 
episode mm-hmm. once we get all caught up on Supernatural. Uh, in the meantime, Mandy, if people want to find you on the interwebs, where can they look for you at? Basically, if you search Little Geek Lost anywhere, you'll find me. Um, my website, littlegeeklost.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Search Little Geek Lost, and that's my podcast. Awesome. And you got new theme music, too. Yes, I do have a new theme song, a new tagline a little bit, and just trying to promote my site a little bit more. Jules, where can people find you? Um, at laurastina.com. And, and Real Bagels are Boiled. Oh, and Real Bagels are Boiled. <laughs> and you can find us at geekishcast.com. Our Facebook page is at facebook.com slash geekishcast. And I tweet from at the geekishcast. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Great. Thanks. Bye. There'll be